Hey guys. Hi. <laughs> oh, that's that's genius. Yeah. You had to take the sip of water right at the second. Is that gotta get Anyways, welcome back to episode two. Episode two. Before you know it, we're going to be on episode 10. Why? Just enjoy the moment. Jesus. Thinking that far just gave me... Never mind. No. I'm Julie. I'm Diana. And I'm Ileana. (laughs) Let's talk about episode one real quick. I know I just like threw this curveball at you guys, but I feel so like excited that... People can see us now. Like, I feel like I got really good feedback from episode one. Yeah, I got like really good feedback, too. They said that, that Helen, when she reached out, I was like, oh, my God, a fan. A <laughs> 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 fan. And then, like, obviously, when we got, like, the other comments, I was like, oh, my God. Like, it's legit, guys. We're on fucking I YouTube. actually, I uh, screen, screen mirrored to my TV at home. I was like, mama, I made it. <laughs> It just feels really good, and just knowing that we're on there, it's like, it yeah. feels real. I don't know. Not that it didn't feel real before, but... I did get good feedback as well. Yeah. I was just, I don't know. I was proud of us. Yeah. Proud of us. Yeah. Like, just to think that it started with us just sitting around uh, a it table. It started in my other apartment? No, it started during COVID. Just yes, us yes. sitting around a table. But yeah, um, that first attempt at recording in your old apartment, I feel like with like a blanket in the background, was not low it. key. I feel like we should release those files one day or another. I don't. I think know. it'll be funny. It looks like, like we were in your anniversary. I said five. It looks like we were in wow. the jungle. We put like all the <laughs> we put all the plants in Julie's apartment behind us to give aesthetic. It was with Diana's backdrop. Listen, we were on the to pillows. Something. We put pillows on the, the floor. Blanket. Not the 50 minute storytelling. So, yeah, that's a, a backstory of how we started. But yeah. here we are. You know what? We are professionals now. A whole lot of. Rah, 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 rah. But oh my God. Yeah. We don't bark anymore. Yeah, no. How we go Anyways. from season one to be like the beginning? I mean, episode one. It's called growth. We've grown okay. and we, we know what we're doing. Anyways, guys. But anyway, now that you're cutting me off. <laughs> so the other day, Liana sent me a TikTok. <laughs> Why you have that face? Um, about consideration. You know which one I'm talking about. So when she sent me this TikTok, immediately in my mind, I'm like, I just thought about one specific person. Obviously, we all know people aren't considerate. We're, we can not be considerate sometimes, too. Agreed. But once again, Julie's going to tell a story about a man in the past. So... <laughs> I will not give the, I will not disclose who this person is because we never do. Uh, but you guys actually know him to give you, I guess, a little background. You guys had met him at my birthday last year. Okay. Okay. Dennis, you Girl, you ain't got to tell me. Okay. Um, so basically, I, maybe a few months ago, whatever, he had hit me up just to like go off for drinks, whatever the case was. And he always had a history of being late. But I was like, you know what? Maybe he'll be considerate. And he ended up hitting me up like two hours later, talking about I'm on my way. (laughs) On your way where, baby boy? And he literally, I was like, no, it's too late. Like, I have work tomorrow, X, Y, Z. And he was like, I'm already on my way. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Everything in me, I did not want to let him in. Whatever. So. (laughs) Let him in. Girl, you should have told him I'm actually on my way too, on my way home. Like after- I was home, I was ready, I was about to be ready for bed. Whatever. So he comes over, we order some food, watch TV, whatever, cool. 
And the next day, he leaves, maybe like an hour later, because I was like sitting there yawning. And if it's one thing I'm going to do is make it obvious that I'm ready for bed. <laughs> like, you got to go. He's like, oh, my bad. I was napping. Well, I need to go nap until tomorrow. So you got to wow. go. Um, so basically, the next morning, he texts me and he's like, hey, good morning. I don't respond. He's like, yo, did I do something to you? And I went off on him. Good. Because this was about the third time that he did that to me, that yeah. he did not Mm-mm. consider the fact that I had work the next morning. So I wrote him a paragraph, and guess what he did? Don't tell me he liked it. He blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> he literally blocked me. I I'm going to show you part. guys later. Yeah. <laughs> he blocked me, and on social media, on, like, texting, everything, like, he literally blocked me. And I can't wait to tell all his friends about it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna put him on blast because you're literally mad because this is your fault. Anyway, not to make the long story longer. Um, yeah, he's out of my life, and it's just it really pissed me off because I was like, you know That's what? After up. seeing that video, he's the mm-hmm. first person I thought of, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I've been so considerate to him as mm-hmm. a friend, and he's just just blew yeah. me off. He, you were just being honest with him. I mean, that yeah. I was going to say something, but I remember. Go ahead and say it. No, it's mean. I don't want to be mean. Oh, Jesus, Diana. I don't want to be mean. You can just um, let it out here and then... What a piece of shit. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. What a and piece I of think shit. he actually follows the podcast page, so I hope you're listening. What a piece of shit. <laughs> um, but in that same uh, scenario, I thought about also my family. Um, you guys know that I always talk about my family on the pod. And just, like, the different instances that I've been through with them. And I feel like consideration comes to mind when I talk about them, too. Mm-hmm. And just, like, whenever, because they have kind of direct access to me and just, like, I live kind of close. I feel like when it comes to holidays, it's like, oh, Julie, what time are you coming? For example, tomorrow, Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. My mom was already in my ear, like, you coming here early, right? When was it? It was another thing that you had come to. And she was like, oh, what time are you coming? But in the back of my mind, I'm like, I want to go to the gym. I want to make myself yeah, breakfast. Like I want to. I have a routine in the morning. Mm-hmm. If it's one thing, you're not going to interrupt my morning routine. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. all about it. And she basically is yelling at me like, oh, you need to come here early. Like, who else is going to help? The, you guys. You guys can help. Yeah. I hate that so much. Like, if you're planning something... Like, okay, like, you know, you have it ready. I'm only going there because it's your day. No, but because I'm a part of the family. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask to be born. That's what I would... I always, I <laughs> always ask to so my mom dark. and my dad. I'm like, I didn't ask to be born. I was perfectly fine wherever I was. I don't mind but, helping. My <laughs> issue is don't put a schedule on me. When there's an expectation. Right. Um, Like, at my arrival time. Like, if I say, hey, I'll show up, like, an hour before it starts, but I'm not showing up at 9 a.m., like... I want to do my stuff first. And I feel like that family can sometimes can be considerate of your personal things in your day to day. So, yeah. so see, when my family started doing that to me, I started establishing boundaries. <laughs> boundaries. <laughs> imagination. No. That, boundaries. Yeah, imagination to boundaries. That's what my family does. Uh, no, I established the, the real boundary. So <laughs> now they know not to like cross the line with me because I will become a silent monk. Like I will just completely distance myself. It's yeah, taken me a long time to draw those boundaries, but I encourage it. I wish I could do that. <laughs> Diana, what do you think about consideration? Um, so talking about the schedule, because I know you said you have a routine and stuff, right? So my family was like that with me, too. And actually, 
I had to set those boundaries with my family because I told them, I was like, I live a completely different lifestyle than you guys. Yes, I was like, you guys part. are completely like, oh, yeah, wake up in the morning, take care of my mom, take care of my dad, my <laughs> sisters, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I don't do that anymore. I moved out. I live my own life. But I feel like because I have a new schedule, it took a lot. Oh, well, I have my own schedule. It took, I guess, for other people to realize, including my family, to just be like, oh, like, you know, like you have a routine. Like, you know, is there any way you can pencil me in? So I feel like it has to be a two way street. So, for example, right, you know, a lot of my friends and you guys obviously can attest to this. I was very late to a lot of things and I wasn't really considerate to like a lot of people. You know, some just things like, never change. I wasn't late today. You, you early, early is on time. On time is late and late is unacceptable. Well, then call me tardy. Sorry. <laughs> like uh, what in the corporate? What the f- who is she? I'm just saying. Well, Eliana, not everybody wakes up at four in the morning to start driving. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> You see how she comes for me? You see this? You know It's what? fine. It's fine. Continue anyway, your story. So, so yes, I, you know, there was a, a really bad habit that came, you know, that, that I started developing where I was just like, you know what, I'm going to put myself first. And like, if me, if people want me there, I will be there. You know, whatever. You guys requested my presence. I will present you, you guys my presence at my own time. At your convenience. Exactly. And now that I think about it, I'm like, okay, that's kind of fucked up. That's kind of fucked up. I was like, damn, that's kind of fucked up. Because I feel like because I'm so lenient, like, if you tell me, hey, I'll be there at 7 and you get here at 9, I really wouldn't care. Because at the end of the day, I'm just like, it is what it is. You have shit to do. Why would I care? But then I think about it. I'm just like, okay, well, not a lot of people are going to think like me. You know, people are not going to be as free thinking as me or as, as lenient. You know, other people are just like, hey, like, you know, we have somewhere to be. Or, like, I want you here at 7 o'clock for whatever reason. So... I think that what I've learned from consideration is, again, it's a two-way street, you know, but always just be considerate and mindful of how the other person or the other people may feel if they want to hang out with you or they want, like, you know, they want you around earlier. For your situation, your parents want you around all the motherfucking time. Basically. And they want you to do everything. Basically. And you, your family, they wanted the same thing until you were just like, eh. But with your family dynamic, they I wanted me to a be a different. mother. Yeah, it's a little uh, yeah, it's a little different. Um, so I think that I took what you do and what you do, and I just made it my own. You're like the happy medium between me and Eliana because it's like I really am. You are because even like if we go on vacation or something, I feel like her parents like barely call her. Just like you know, check in here and there, or she'll call her dad, her mom, yeah. whatever. <laughs> my mom is like, "Did you get there? What are you doing? This is not." Yo, yeah, yo me recuerdo when we went on vacation. Your mom was just calling and calling and calling, and I'm just. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm going to call my parents because I'm just like, hey, like, I'm having fun. Are you guys okay? And Elena's just like, my dad called me pumpkin. Are you are you okay? <laughs> Nobody calls me. That's the thing. Yeah. And, like, sometimes I'm like, damn, like, bother me a little bit. Like, let me push you out. But at least that's bit. not good. Uh, no, let but, me push you out. No, but. You that, sound so toxic. Yeah. Let that, me push you out, but then I want you to reach out to me. Listen, at least try to reach out to me. To but you push me. them out. If they overstep that boundary, but it'll show that you, like, care. You want them to take two steps and that's it. Just right at the at the line. Listen, just show me that, that I don't know, give me a call. That's it. That's all I ask. Yo, she's such a Gemini. It's actually disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to give you the benefit of the doubt that you were in the typical Gemini, but esto me enseñó todo. No, I'm, I'm really not. Okay. Anyway. We won't get into Zodiac signs. How about you, Eliana? No, I could definitely relate to consideration um, when it comes to, I guess, like time um, and family. 
So I think one thing that I realized as I've gotten older is that, like, I guess while my time in college, I kind of just grew a really close family relationship with my friends. Mm -hmm. And I started distancing myself from my family. And I've kind of received the rear end of that. Like, I've heard a lot of, I don't know. I've heard a lot of it from my cousins. A lot of times they'd reach Eliana, out. Eliana, like, you don't come around. <clears throat> yeah, Eliana, you don't come around. Like, oh, you're always putting X in front of Y. Like, you're not giving us the time of day. And it's not really, it wasn't that. But it was more so like, I just stuck with what felt most comfortable. Yeah. Um, What I grew used to. So I, um, I started kind of just like opening those gates Again, I don't know. Things could be tricky with family, and I've distanced myself for various reasons, and I just kind of stuck with what felt comfortable. I think you kind of, yeah, like like home. Yeah. Like home. Literally. Yeah. What felt like home, that's what mm -hmm. I stuck with. Yeah. So, Eliana, you were mentioning that during that time and after college, you basically were doing things that felt most comfortable to you and just kind of fulfilling your time with what you wanted to do. But at that time, you were also working very far. Mm -hmm. So I feel like a lot of what your limited time came from was that you were putting all your energy and time into, for one, commuting and just your job. Like, it was mentally draining. And, you know, a lot of times we say, oh, we have to be considerate of other people. But like I said in the last episode... When are people considerate of us? And we'll get into that later. Yeah. But I feel like <clears throat> your family, per se, they weren't keeping that in mind that, let's say, Monday through Friday or even just weekends, you literally just wanted to be home. And even if it meant just sitting on your ass doing nothing, mm -hmm. but that, that was you time and that was time for you to decompress and everything like that. And sometimes we just don't have the social battery to just go out and... I'm going to pick your brain a little bit. Go oh. ahead. So, <laughs> you know, piggyback off what she said. I feel like... Your family didn't know, so they kind of assumed, obviously, a mm -hmm. lot of the things. You know, they, yeah. I, I don't think they really knew, like, okay, you tried doing a three-and-a-half-hour commute every single day. You tried, one way. Yeah. You tried, <laughs> you know, having my expenses. Like, you know, at, at one point, you were expensing a lot more than you were getting in it your It felt income. like I was, I was, I, what was, I used to Biting always. off more than what you can chew. Well, essentially. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So, I feel like, you know, your family, you know, you. They kind of assumed that they were just like, okay, well, yeah, Eliana is doing this and that. But I feel like you are not the type of person to explain yourself. So they didn't really know. So I think that, again, it has to go back to a two-way street where, like, you know, you have to be considerate of them wanting to hang out with you. But they also should know or at least have an idea like, hey, like, you know, I do work a lot. I don't really have the mm -hmm. financial means right now or I'm just exhausted. The blah, mental blah, blah, blah. capacity. Yeah. Like, I had two functioning brain cells <laughs> and people wanted... <laughs> It was like, one for driving and one for like <laughs> surviving. Yeah, one for just surviving. But so I would during those times I would allocate my time with people and things that I know wouldn't wouldn't require much like mm, energy. Yeah. So I think that's where I guess the the confusion and like the misperceptions mm -hmm. came from. Um, it was just like that was not the best time of my life. <laughs> Like, it, it, really it really did take yeah, it out of me. But, it definitely did. But now yeah. we're in a much better place. We don't have to take a six-hour commute every day. We're better. We're all kind of, I guess, setting up those boundaries and just, like, I feel like I've been doing it. I've been learning how to say no and just, like, yo, I got to go to the gym. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. And my mom's like, I'm not even going to fight it anymore because she's just tired <laughs> of hearing my shit. 
But it's just what it is. But anyways, no, let's geez. start talking about love. And I feel like this is a big one specifically because the TikTok video mentioned that love is the highest form of consideration. And I feel like love can happen friends, family, relationships. And <clears throat> specific to family, since we were already on the topic, I think, Ileana, you had a scenario where you felt like you had to put the way you felt about a situation on the back burner because of those people that were involved. Yes. So tell us a little bit about that. So without going into too much detail, um, so something happened when I was younger. I want to say from like six to like my early teens. And for a while, I think until my like mid to early 20s, I kind of blocked it out. I didn't really realize like, oh, this is actually like a bad thing that happened. But then when I realized that it was a bad thing, I just kind of grew this fire inside of me. And I've just been kind of putting that on the back burner for years up until recently. Last episode, I mentioned Mercury was retrograding. It was bringing up a lot of old feelings. Yeah. This was one of those feelings. So I kind of just woke up one day and I'm like, I can't keep on pushing this back because it is driving me crazy. Like it'll slip under the rug. But when it comes out, it's just like, ah, like it's like there. So I had to make a very hard uh, decision to have a, a difficult conversation with somebody to be considerate of my own feelings mm -hmm. um, to give them the time of day and and yeah so my decision to have this conversation with this person that's really really close to me that is a part of my family um, I don't know at what ex expense it came to but all I know it, it possibly derailed the situation I don't know where it stands at this point but I had to do that for me. Yeah. So, and I'm so, sure you feel a lot lighter now that you did it. I felt a lot lighter the moment I stepped out of that house after I finished telling her. Yeah. I felt a weight off my shoulders. I felt like I could breathe a little easier. But I think as the weeks have gone by since mm -hmm. that day, it's kind of like in the back of my head. I still haven't heard from said person or anybody in that circle. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like thinking. You feel like that? That loop hasn't been fully closed because it's like I haven't heard you back. did your part, but like you're expecting <clears throat> something in return, I guess you could say in a sense, yeah. whether it's to close the loop or just like feedback. But at the end of the day, you did what you were supposed to do and we can only do what we can control. Like, yeah, like Diana says, how they feel about it is how they feel about it. Like at this point, it's not your problem anymore because you let that go and it's just what it is. I had to kind of just do that for little Liliana. Because that yeah. shit was driving me crazy. And you were I'm being considerate of, you. of yourself. So. Yeah, consider yourself. Hell yeah! What? Yeah. Hell yeah! <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, but speaking about saying things, um, Diana, and I know you're really big on this, especially because I feel like now you're kind of in a different headspace as far as like how you say things and how you go about things. Mm -hmm. So I think you had a scenario where you were involved with this said person <laughs> and they had a really bad habit of saying certain things in a very inappropriate way as mm -hmm. opposed to like being considered how you might feel with their tone and everything like that. So yeah. tell us about how that went. Girl, it's not, you think of a situation. It was a situation. <laughs> All right. So. Now with this person being famous on the pod. <laughs> Facts. What can we do? The ick. What can we do? So, yes. So lately, or the past couple of months, you know, I've been trying my best to watch what I say or, you know, it's always, you know, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. 
you know? And I've always been the type of person that sometimes I just blurt out things and I'm just like, oh, shit. And I think about it afterwards and I'm like, okay, that may have came off wrong. Mm -hmm. But I do it with the people that I'm comfortable with because the people know that, you know, I don't mean anything, you know, con mala intención. So the person that I was with, you know, um, everybody... Everybody, when they heard him talk or just Dear say God. certain things, they would be like, uh, that's I'm not, signing out. Yeah, that's not really appropriate. And I'd just be like, oh, you know, it's just who it's just who he is. Cause I knew him, you know, I knew him. I'm just like, oh, like whatever. Like, I know that he doesn't mean it, you know, con mala intención or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But then again, when I think about it, I'm just like, but it's not, it's 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 not how he said it, it's what he said. So, you know, he could say it in a joking way, but the meaning behind it, there's always a little truth to just kidding. Oh, yes. There's always, always a little truth that. to just kidding. They're like, there's always there's always that. So there was always issues. As I was growing older and more considerate, obviously, of other people's feelings and stuff, because some people, you know, they can take what's being said out of context, mm-hmm. you know? So as I was reflecting back to a lot, and you guys know, I've, I reflect a lot because I just have a lot of anxiety sometimes when I feel like I hurt people's feelings because I don't want to do that. And as I was reflecting on the relationship that I was in, and not saying that he's a bad person. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying that I can see now why people would not want to hang out with us. I can see why people would just be like, ah, oh, do you have to bring him? Um, or just be like, oh, no, like, it's okay. Like, don't worry. And I'd just be like, but why? Like, he's a good time. Like, why? But he's a good time when I'm with him. But alone or like when people just nah, like, baby it's girl, he not. was good to you. <laughs> yeah, to you, girl. He was but yet, not a good time. Yeah. So yeah, to me, like he was a good time. I was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. But then now that I think about it, I'm just like, a lot of things that he said, I was like, that's kind of out of pocket. It's like, he doesn't and know how to read the room. He, yeah, and he has really bad social cues. And I have told him this so many times. I'm just like, dude, this is the part where I said it's not what you say, it's how you say it. But wait, I feel like throughout the entire relationship, and even just hear you talking now, I feel like you became responsible subconsciously for his actions. Like, you became like, oh, I got to, like, make him look better. Like, anything that would come out of his mouth, You'd feel like, like secondhand embarrassment, or you have to like polish it up. Yeah, yeah, I would have to polish it up, but like I also felt like you know he's an asshole. That's just who he is. You know, he's an asshole. That's just who he is. I can't change that. Okay. You can't. You no, know, it doesn't. That up. It doesn't. No, 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 it doesn't. But like, it's like him. It's like people telling me, oh, you know, you you sh- like don't say this or don't act this way. That don't act that way. It's who I am. Like, no one's going to change who I am. But I can't be like, hey, like, you know, change who you are because my friends don't like you. But at the end of the day, I, I talked to him plenty of times. I was like, listen, you need to relax on what you say. You need to chill out on how you approach certain people. Because certain, you're not, guess what? You're not certain people's You're not always going to meet a nice person. You're someone. not. You're really not. You will meet someone who is literally, like, your match. And you don't want that. So. I feel it coming. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, like, after I got out of the relationship and just reflecting on a whole bunch of things, like, you know, now, because I got firsthand experience of how it made other people feel and how it made me feel, especially when me and him would be arguing. And you guys know I am very, like, agresiva. So when, like, he would want to catch an attitude with me, I'd be like, all right, it hurt my feelings. But now. I'm going to murder you with my words. Now it's on. Now it's on, exactly. And like, She's going to get her. I'm going to get my lick back. Always. 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 Yeah, Diana. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, like, now I do it more respectfully. And anything that I know would hurt someone else's feelings, I don't say it. That actually reminded me of something. And I was talking to 
one of my friends yesterday and they were kind of just like asking me, they're like, oh, like you've changed since like we last spoke, whatever, whatever. And I'm like thriving in this soft girl era. <laughs> but it and I'm, I'm going to talk about him once again. But it kind of brought me to my past relationship mm-hmm. and how the way we left things off. Obviously, you guys know we were fine. But I just keep replaying as we're having this conversation. Yeah. I keep replaying the last message that he sent me. And he's like, you know, Julie, like you're not really considerate of how you say things. You're not considerate of how your words make someone may make someone feel and how I was like super hurtful. Like mm-hmm. I didn't <laughs> you have the face like who the hell are you talking about? Yes, but I don't see you like that type of person. Julie, no, like, but I... back then, yeah, because oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well to him. Girl. Since we're talking about like I yeah. guess being in a relationship to him, I was the more like mother figure. So I would treat it as such. Like yeah, very like do this, do that. Just like not looking down on him, but like being very assertive with you him. You were more being like a counselor rather than a right. girl. No, I a mother. You were mothering your I wasn't men, seeing him like as my equal, you. so I would just yeah. always be aggressive, be assertive, and it's like, damn, like I actually hurt his feelings. And I think that was the turning point for me where I was like, I really got to stop being a bitch. Even certain situations where I made like Ileana feel bad or even you feel bad and you guys would call me out on it, I'm like, oh my God, like I need to change. So <laughs> I'm going to just say this on Cheers air. to 29. Let's just say that. Was okay. 29 Some was people... Just- and maybe this is gonna, this is gonna be our, our second rule of life. Some people deserve to have their feelings hurt to grow. Okay, they need a that's rea- how I that's see that it. reality check. Yes, yeah, some people deserve to have their feelings checked or hurt to grow. That hurt me that he felt like that because I loved him and I was like, I really made you feel this way. Or even just the people that I love, I realized how badly I was hurting them with my nasty ass attitude. Mm, yeah, I guess. Not to you, because I could do no wrong in your eyes. You yeah. can, but even, but with, me, even if she was a bitch to me, which I can't even recall her being be a, a bitch, bitch to back. me, I'd just be like... I never, ever remember you her being a bitch to you, but... <laughs> Vice versa, like, it just doesn't happen. It doesn't, it's just but... vibes. I don't know, but... Um, I guess in that same topic with the same person, we had a kind of situation where things were, like, meshing all in one. Like, people really didn't... Don't understand the difference between, like loving someone in their love language versus like reciprocating the same efforts and reciprocating what you're putting out. So I feel like in a lot of times relationships, one is always putting out more than the other. Yes. And consideration is not really talked about because it's like if I'm doing X, Y, Z for you, I mean, obviously don't throw it in my face, Mm -hmm. but I just feel like there should be a level of reciprocation from friendships, relationships, anyone it is. I even think about my family. Like, If I come see you five times a month, come see me at least once. Oh, girl. Like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I feel like everybody can relate to that in whatever scenario. But what do you guys think about just, like, having someone reciprocate, I guess, those efforts and that love? You want to go or you want me to go? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> I feel like there has to be there has to be some level of acknowledgement. Like, you have to acknowledge the other person's effort. You have to acknowledge other people's consideration. I've always said this, and it's crazy now that I think about it. In my previous relationship, I was like, I always feel like this is 80 and 20. Oh, yes. And I hated that so much. I'm just like, and I'm not saying you have to be like me. You have to be like me. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that if you're seeing what I'm doing, if you're seeing that I'm putting an effort to fixing our relationship, if you're seeing effort that I'm trying to make you happy, I'm putting all this stuff, and then you're going to do it on your own time. I don't like that. Like, no, because then that makes me feel like I'm doing everything for you. And that's putting my pride on the line, too. Like, why mm-hmm. am I 
literally going above and beyond trying to make you happy, trying to understand your love language, trying to, you know, smother you with whatever it is that you need. And I'm over here like, okay, yeah, maybe in like 10 minutes he'll come and like he never does anything like that. Like he'll just be like, he's like, all right, well, we'll see. You know, it's only been day one. Day one has 24 hours. And guess what? My feelings are consistent. They're all the time. There's, mm-hmm. there's not a pause on my feelings. Right. Ooh, there's not a pause part. on my effort. There's not a pause on my acknowledgement of you. Mm-hmm. I love you 24-7, seven days a week, 25, 8, whatever the, like whatever it is. Like, I I just feel like there should never be an, an in consideration of the acknowledgement that I give you. Yeah. And it kind of makes you think like, because you're the one who's going above and beyond for that person, what do they really think of you if they're not even trying to give you... Oh, easy. This- they could just fuck me over and be like, okay, you know what? It's fine. We yeah. can talk about it again. And then again, it's just me putting in effort and effort and effort. I'm not saying that yeah. happened, but I'm just saying it's it's mm-hmm. it's a pattern. Yeah, it would make me think... It would make me feel like, do you not love me enough to do Oof. the bare minimum? It's like when someone runs you dry. Literally, mm-hmm. that's what it is. Yeah. The snapping from Oh the my god. I've asked myself that so many times. That's yeah. I'm just like <clears throat> Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, that's really it's a big thing. Like especially in relationships. Like, oh, I always say the love language part because it's like we've talked about this before. People think that gift giving, like, oh, oh I'm gonna buy god, her all yeah. the expensive things and think that that's reciprocating the love and effort that I put into you. No, because I feel like the consideration, the love, the reciprocation is more like a men- uh, emotional and mental. Like it's yeah. not all about the physical stuff. So, yeah. Um, but speaking of physical, let's talk about money. And, you know, we touched on time and people being late and not considering our time. We talked about love. And now I feel like the other big one is money. People being considerate with our finances and just mm-hmm. our own consideration with that. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm going to pick on you, Diana, because you've mainly lived through this and finance being a joint thing. Yeah. I haven't had that. Ileana hasn't had that. So what do you and I think about when you said, oh, I was living with a roommate. I think you mentioned that before. Yeah. So how does finance and consideration kind of tie in when you're living with someone? So... (sighs) You don't have to tell the whole story, but... No, so again, reflecting, reflecting back. You know, I always hope to be in a relationship where I'm just like, okay, like, you know, the man will take care of me. Like, you know, if we're living somewhere, hey, I'll take care of the rent, you take care of, like, the bills or whatever, like, small little things, whatever. Mm -hmm. That, to me, is a man. A man that wants to provide for you, but also allows you to be independent and also working as a team. When I was living with my ex-boyfriend, we were living together for about, like, a year and a half, or I think a year, something like that. Um, and after we broke up and after I got my own place, I was just like, I felt like I was living with a roommate because we went half on everything. Ick. Everything, everything. And to me, I was just like, you know what? I understand because, you know, he has kids. You know, he has his own, you know, financial burdens. He has all of that. So Can I pause you, stop you right there? Not the he, circle. Uh, hold on a second. <laughs> he has kids. Yes. He has kids. You yes. don't have kids, which meant which should have kind of raised a flag, he should be putting in more because they're not your kids. Yeah, I know. But to my defense, I consider them also my kids. You know, we we, we were a family. We were, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. We were a family. So, like, I... I can't say that I did. I went in there blindly because I knew what I was getting but myself into. But that's the into. emotional part of it. Yes. Money the has log- nothing to do with it. Yeah, but the logical and financial side, I was just like, eh? <laughs> <laughs> eh? So, again, reflecting everything, I was just like, I felt like 
it, there came a point in time where we were just roommates. Where I was just like, okay, well, rent's due. Okay, put it into the joint account. Oh, the gas bill is due. Okay, put it into the joint account. And that was just basically it. And now that I think about it, I'm just like, you know, it would have been nice to just be like, hey, you know what? You don't pay for this. I got it. You know, or like whatever. You know, I, I don't know. But it was valid point. It was definitely a, a a roommate situation at one point that I was just like, you know what? I think this is this is the time to go. That's yeah. so scary. Like I don't want to. Obviously, I've never lived with a man, so I wouldn't know. But I I know what I'm going to accept and what I'm not going to accept. I don't care if whether he makes more than me or less than me. Like we're gonna come to some sort of agreement. But I don't know if going half with someone is like. Not in a relationship. I think that's for roommates, but that's just my two cents. Yeah, now that I, I, you know, I still have trouble kind of just like figuring it out. I'm just like, okay, like I know that's what we agreed on, and I was okay with it. And to an extent, I'm still okay with it. But it's because your emotions were but involved. But because my emotions were involved, and now if I were to live with the man again or get into a relationship, God knows when or whatever, I know now what to expect, and I, I now know like what I bring to the table. I am the table. Mm-hmm. Feel me? I am the. What table. are you bringing to me? Exactly. <laughs> so. Lesson learned. Um, okay, cool. No taken from Diana. <laughs> Lesson learned. Let's talk about real quick when, I mean, I hate to get a little dark, but I feel like we've all experienced this when there's a death in the family. And I recently kind of went through this when my grandmother passed away. And my dad's kind of like going through this now where people start becoming enemies. I feel like, oh, what did this person leave behind? How much money oh. are we getting? Like money becomes such a big conversation Mm -hmm. and it just sucks because it's like, do you guys even remember like who this person was? Like, do we consider the fact that they're not here with us anymore? Like that specifically should be more emotional than logical. Like, all right, Mm -hmm. we could sort out numbers later, but like people don't even properly heal from a death in a family before they're like all jumping for money. Like, have you guys experienced that before? Um, Do you want to go? So yeah, what we should be doing is like I don't know honoring the the person that was alive. Like all of a sudden, this person just becomes a money sign. Yeah, mm-hmm. literally. and it's so unfortunate because I don't know. I, I just, and I feel like it always ugh. happens. Like obviously, no family is perfect, but you, it's always when something tragic happens that you really see the side of people that you never would have thought you seen before. So yeah, it just sucks. But it I just had suck. to mention that really quick. It does get ugly. I, I hate when finances get ugly. Like I feel like. Once finances get involved, you see the person's true colors, like your yeah. family's true colors. Like you see them like as bright as day. You're colorblind. Guess what? Now you can see it. Like, <laughs> girl, something yeah, money makes people ugly. Something that I've been mm. telling my dad just because I've I've kind of seen the experience that he's had revolving my grandma's death. Mind you, this was back in 2017, and th- he's still trying to finalize everything, like finances, assets, revolving her death. Right. Yeah. Um, I've been telling him for like a year now, make a will. Just yeah. just go make a will. Do it. And I actually reminded him yesterday, like, and, and he keeps on just like kind of just letting it go. But I'm like really adamant about it. Like, obviously, our time is always going to come, whether it's whatever, whenever it is. Like, I want to jump this hurdle. I don't want this to become a thing. I want to remember you. Um and I don't want to make it about money. Like, right, I'm yeah. not about that. Yeah, yeah, I told my parents, get your asses on the wheel right now. <laughs> right now. It just sucks. But anyways, let's not let's not be sad anymore. <laughs> um, let's go back to the topic of roommates, because we've all had roommates before. Um, <laughs> let's talk you about sure specifically finances, living with an actual roommate and 
how that spending looks like. So obviously with a runway, it should be 50-50, especially like all the bills in the house, groceries, etc. I think Ileana and I did pretty well with finances specifically when we lived together. Um, but what do you guys think as far as like the spending and buying stuff for the apartment or whatever, furnishing it? How should like people go about that? And, like, who gets to keep stuff when you move out? Oh, you That's should... the hard part! <laughs> you should go first, Dirty. Of course. <laughs> Why not? Um, so when I was living with somebody, um, it was a brand new experience. And we were just excited, you know, to decorate the apartment, to make sure that, you know, we had, you know, X, Y, and Z. Um, and making our apartment look cute, always, obviously, by having food and just decorating. But... It was hard because this certain person also had, you know, issues with money. And mind you, everybody has issues with money. We fucking live in Jersey. Are you fucking Fuck, kidding me? It's expensive. It's fucking expensive as hell. So I understood. And again, me understanding, me understanding, me understanding got us both into a really bad hole. Like a really bad financial hole. So we're just like, fuck, like what are we doing? So I've always been very curious. and No, I'm not curious. I'm sorry. I've, I've always been very like cautious with my money. Obviously growing up and stuff, I had to be. Um, whereas this person was very cautious with their money, but they were like, they tend to go above their means. Mm -hmm. So it, it was hard living with someone who I don't want to say spent recklessly because they didn't, but they did spend more than what they were getting in. They weren't mindful. Yeah. And then, you know, it came to the point where like, oh, we have to pay rent. Oh, okay. Well, can you spot me? Uh, yeah, sure. I can spot you. That's fine. But then afterwards, like, you know, you see them like 20 minutes, no, I'm talking like a couple of days later buying food, you know? And it's just like, you know, I'm like just take like, out, like, yeah. And it's just and like, every dollar counts. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, we got to pay rent. Mm -hmm. Dude, like, we got to pay the bills. Dude, like, or like, oh, yeah, let's go buy a, a few things. And it's just like, like I, things that don't uh, make sense to your current yeah. situation. Like, but to our defense, we were young. You know, we were young. This is our first experience. Like, you know, I can't say that I wasn't reckless either because I was spending like, like if I had like $20,000 in the bank. So, you know, we were young. And again, like, it's just experiences. But there's no age to be considerate of someone else. Yeah, that should be something that you're... Yeah. That's something that I don't think it should be taught. It should be like... Well, an, people can't read the room, first and foremost. And second of all, like, it's just... It's hard because there's the emotional aspect of things. Mm -hmm. Like... How do I tell my best friend, no, like, I can't spot you for rent, figure it out? Or how do you tell your boyfriend that or your girlfriend that, like, hey, like, I can't spot you for no, rent? No, if, if my man don't got it for rent, guess ah. what? He could get out. <laughs> you I'm not, that's a whole different situation, but I feel like with friends, yeah. it's, it's hard because you don't want to hurt their feelings. Again, we're back mm -hmm. at the topic of feelings, but it's just... It's Girl, a sensitive topic. Have yeah. I told y'all that one time? Oh my god, just quick little story time. Actually, no, we'll get into story time afterwards. Okay. Let Go. me just say, like me living with Julie, I think that was a very healthy, and we both understood our situations. We were both very mindful about what we can and cannot do um, when it comes to our finances. So I feel like living with you was seamless. Yeah. Yeah. I for, do agree. Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Diana, you were practically our third I was barely there. <laughs> yeah. 24 7. Um, but I guess to close out the topic of finances, Ileana, I know when you, well, back in the day, and everybody has kind of heard your career stories, mm -hmm. you weren't necessarily in the best financial place when you had these like BS jobs. I'm going to call them BS, sorry. Mm -hmm. um, and 
I feel like Di- I'm, I'm going to put myself there. Diana and I would always kind of like tell you, hey, come out. Hey, do this. Hey, let's mm-hmm. go here. And obviously, like, everyone's career path has been different. Their financial status has been different. But I feel like a lot of times people were never considerate of your spending. Mm-hmm. And obviously, everyone has their financial status and what they want to do with their money. But, mm-hmm. you know, back then, you would always tell us no. And I mm-hmm. feel like we had a hard time understanding why. Like, what the hell? Like, come out. It's only a few dollars. But yeah. to you, every dollar meant something. Yeah. Or oh, even when sure. we were like, oh, like, we'll spot you. Like, or you don't have to I pay don't... me back or whatever. Liana was just like, no, no, yeah. no, no. She's like, okay, but it's not about the money. It's just like, we just want your presence there. At least yeah. I knew I wanted it because I wanted to laugh. I, you know, I always love having you there. And to this day, obviously, I like happy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was just like, just your presence. But... I was thinking about your presence. You were thinking about 10, 5,000 million other things. Yeah, so. Mm -hmm. No, but I think that kind of goes down to, I always felt like I could get the rug pulled out from under me. Even now, I'm in a better financial position, but that's just like one fear that I've always had. Um, And yeah, especially like when I was working out on Long Island. I'm not going to go into that rabbit hole again. But I felt like I was paying to go to work. So I felt like I was paying. No, yeah, no, that's true. I never thought about it like that. Yeah, yeah, that's actually what I meant to say before, but I just (laughs) remember it now. (laughs) But I felt like I was paying to go to work, so I was my leash was a little tighter intentionally. Like I don't care. I'm the type of person like I don't care how much money I have in my savings. If I say I'm broke, just take that and run with it, because in my head, that's what I'm telling myself. Yeah. I never, ever, ever want to live above my means. Mm -hmm. I don't want to push myself to a point where I'm just kind of, I don't know, I feel like shit afterwards. Because at the end of the day, who's going to feel like that? Just me. Yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. And that's actually a really good point. And as we close the loop on money, I want to quickly touch on how we have or have not been considerate of ourselves. And I immediately, like, always think about family. Like, now I'm starting to realize that I have goals. I want to accomplish certain things. I want me time. And I feel like in the past, I haven't been considerate of how certain things made me feel. So unfortunately, like, even if I've now put myself first in a lot of situations and I've thought, like, how is this going to make the other person feel? I, in the past, I felt worse for always saying yes to people. So saying no actually feels a lot better than, you know, how the other person may feel. I mean, it's not directly, but I just, I need to know that I need to fulfill myself, so. Oof, fulfill yourself always, girl. Siempre. Siempre. Is there, has there already, have, well, <laughs> has there been a scenario where you guys feel like you, I guess, put yourselves last or haven't been considerate of how you might feel? Yeah, yeah, always, always, my friends. But what are we doing now? What are we doing now to make sure that we're being considerate of ourselves? So I've learned that putting myself, well, giving myself to somebody a hundred percent isn't always going to be reciprocated. I'm never going to get a hundred percent back from them. So I've learned to say no. I've learned to put myself first. Yes, with whatever that means. Yes, to saying no. And if I can't be there for myself, I cannot be there for you. I love that. Yo, we dropping bars. Uh. I can't. <laughs> no, it's Ileana, true. anything to add to that? Um, I think I'm just going to take it back to how we started. Boundaries. I was going to say, so, that's like your thing. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's that's been a game changer in my life. Um, I feel like I've always put myself on the back burner to make everybody else around me comfortable. That's something that I touched on in the last episode with my gender reveal. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. No, but it's When are you do? I'm kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, the, never mind. <laughs> no, so boundaries, it's it's honestly helped alleviate a lot of that the consideration issues because now I'm not giving them a space to be inconsiderate. Oh yes. And another me bar. Gusta, me gusta. I think this is a perfect place to close this out. Yep. What do you guys think? I think so. Okay, great. So, Eliana, you want to hit us with the rule of life? Of course. So, on that note, my bones just cracked. On that note, we will end it. <laughs> on that note, we will end it with the rule of life. So, consideration is the highest form of love. So, take that and run with it. I can't even make That's it. your new thing. Take it and run with it. Run with it. Ba- if anything you learned from this episode, boundaries Taking it around with it. Reflection. Reflection and consideration. Boom. Bombastic. <laughs> and Bombastic side eye. Side eye. <laughs> Whenever st- someone's trying to be inconsiderate, side eye. Oh, bombastic. But um, anyways, thank you guys for joining. Thank you. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to Apple, Spotify, and now YouTube. YouTube. That was supposed to be the three of us. Shit, I did. I just gave him up. <laughs> Again, thank you guys so much for your continuous support. Um, let us know how you guys like the YouTube videos. If there's anything that you want us to change, add, or whatever. We do have a lot more things coming. Um, and we will see you guys next, next time. time. <laughs> and and stay tuned for our confessionals Ooh, on Instagram. Yes. On that note, we are peacing out. Bye. Bye.